This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Now in our fifth season, looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and you are tuned in to the flagship show available each and every week on video and audio. So for sometimes irreverent but always informative hour or more of football conversation, make your Monday a Blue Monday. It was an old school hello, Dave. It was. Hello, Dave. Hello, Ben. It was an old school hello. Good to good to hear that. Happy memories, obviously, of the pod bunker. And um, yeah, who would have thought added to the intro would have been now in our fifth season? Whoever would have thought. Outstanding. It. Do you know what I was thinking when I did the hello is that most people put the thumbs down button on YouTube within about 10 seconds, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> do you think, do you think yeah. that hello is going to expedite? Yeah, that's, that's the least captured 50% of our potential <laughs> thumbs up, I think. That's it. Do you think it's going to expedite some extra thumbs down on YouTube, Dave? Uh, I hope not. I hope not, because I think, obviously, we've got a show that's full of content. We have got a show that's full of content. But we have to start with a familiar theme, because we've got Joe's take on this in midweek. But Ipswich Town manager Paul Lambert was again bullish in a press conference for the second time running, Dave. I've got some quotes for you. Um, Lambert says, do you know what? I kept on hearing the club hadn't won for 10 years in the FA Cup, actually. And I think that must have been my fault because the crap that has been written has been unbelievable. Now, I assume he means written in the press, not written on Twitter by us poor supporters. No, he continued, Dave. We changed Hmm. the team. Guys that needed games because of the situation with injuries. Young kids getting thrown, which is great. And to get through was brilliant. If it lays a ghost, then maybe the next manager that comes in can get that label. So obviously crap is we're going to have a swear straight away. Crap is more mild than shite, but um I've been, I've been using that since day one of the pod then, you know. <laughs> my favorite euphemism. Are we going to get one just before the first Blackpool goal as well today? Are we get with um before the first one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. nailed on. Um what would yeah. you what do you um Joe was kind of 
on the fence, but kind of thought, you know, don't don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. You've done a really good job with the PR. What's your, yeah, what's your view yeah, on this? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he kind of let himself down a bit there. I think he was just a bit spiky, as he could be after a bit spiky and a bit bullish. Christ, he's just won a, our first cup games in what nine seasons or something. So um, I think he was just being a bit, a bit, dare I say, it, Mick type bull, over bullishness there. Mm, indeed. Um, we're going to go on to one of your favourites, Dave. But we're going to have to be very straight faced. And um, normally we like a laugh and a joke, but um, we have court proceedings here. Um, Jason Dizel, youngest ever scorer for Ipswich Town, father yeah. of Andre, mm-hmm. banned for 14 months and um, various fines after being stopped in Foxhall Road. And I have to be careful with this. On June the 5th with uh, benzolicogene, a compound found in that there white dust, in his bloodstream, 16 times above the accidental exposure limit. Do you remember that? Um, Mark Lewis Francis was his name, actually. He said, oh, I was just in a room where people were smoking. <laughs> yeah, and it was he like, nailed it. Yeah, there would have had to have been 10,000 people and the room would have had yeah. to have been one square foot wide. Anyway, I said I was not I was going to be sensible about that, didn't I? Um, yeah. Giselle got stopped. Also admitted that in his driving license, it says he has to wear glasses, not contact or contact lenses. And he only had one in, um, was fined a further 146 quid. Um Interestingly as well, the incident happened um, after the breakdown of a relationship. He's currently living with his son, Andre, um, which cannot be ideal for either of them, can it? Um, Whilst also struggling to access um, pension funds locked up in investment property in Cape Verde. Um, So a few things things there, Dave. What, What duty of care does the football club and the football world have to ex-players who didn't play and David as well can you touch on um if you if you're a young uh, let's just say it outright if you're a young guy trying to make your way and your dad's having some problems it's not it's not going to be a stable and calm situation no and I think it's you know and he's you know Jason's since come out and said look you know and, and I sort of know of it, you know, of his, you know, his background. I think he had quite a hard, quite a hard upbringing, and what, you know, one thing and another, and obviously, you know, a very much, you know, hit the limelight, a star at well, not not just on 16, still at Chantry, still at school for Christ's sake. That was so, national so. news, yeah. Yeah, national news, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's it's like reading between the lines. All these players, you know, when they give up, when they give up the game, when when the game, you know, catches up with them, you know, retire early, injuries and stuff like that. And they haven't really got a lot anything else outside of the game. It's tough. I mean, he he's he's I know he's been coaching, he's had these soccer schools, he's had his soccer school at Broke Hall where where my kids went, just up the pointing up there, just up the road from where <laughs> where where I live, you know. Um, which I think he's done twice twice a week for like seven or eight years, I think. And I really I think he's really well he was, not just comes out, does it really well thought of. So Ben it's all a bit sad. Um Does the club yeah. does the club have a duty of care? But I know once the a, once a player goes, they, I mean, I suppose the PFA is is there, but yeah, I mean, seemingly so. I mean, he'll still obviously still have friends and and you know and obviously people within the club that he knows very well. So um, yeah, look, it's, it's sad. Who you know always always really rated him as a player, um, liked him a lot. But like I said, these these a lot of issues. I think there's a lot of issues with him, you know, from outside the game, and you know, I think. I don't know his upbringing and background. This is what seems to have come out of it anyway. It's sad, you know. It's very sad, and clearly now it seems that he's lost pretty much most of his means of, you know, means of income. You know, because obviously, um, 
yeah, he can't. He can't now. That I guess takes him away from, you know, obviously schools, the school scenario and stuff. Well, you'd, you'd know, you'd know. You work in a school yourself, mm. so you'd know what goes with that. So yeah, difficult for him. Hopefully, you know, he'll, you know, he'll come, he'll come through it. Um, seemingly, it was um, to his help by his mate Simon, you know, Simon Milton, who sort of who's obviously now not quite so much in this country because he works after this Future Stars project in over in Africa in Ghana, I think. Um, so I don't think he's about quite so often, but I think he came back, did see him, and it all sort of seemingly came out, you know. Mm. So let's just hope, you know, it's all um, he can get himself, um, you know, he can get himself sorted out. It's sad, sad mate, sad. Mm. And it's just, it just seems a bit of a bit of a theme that our club's greatest period was back before players earned mega, mega, mega money. Oh, yeah. and we yeah, hear yeah. about. You know, Alan Brazil having gone bust, Mickey Stockwell fitting yeah. kitchens, yeah. Jason yeah, Gazelle worrying about Kate Vitt, you know, they, they, they just missed, missed it, it, didn't they? Yeah, just missed it. I mean, you know, look at Kieran Dyer. So, just where well, we all know, you know, he played with, with Jason Gazelle, didn't he? Played with Jason Gazelle for a, for a couple of games until some mysterious falling out, as we understand, with George Burley, who then didn't didn't sign him. So that perhaps would have been his last sort of potential sizable contract yeah. on a payday yeah I mean he got his move to Spurs so he obviously earned good money at the time he got you know a big move to Spurs so obviously he got you know um, earned good money but yeah you know when you compare him another not quite a generation on but you know another two or three years on with Dyer he just yeah these players like that just missed the missed the big bucks didn't they average Premier League wage £30,000 a week that makes every single player in the Premier League a millionaire every single, you know, every contract, single year. You know, if you're sensible, one, one, one decent contract, then you're, you're, you're done, aren't you? You're Pretty done. Much. Somebody yeah. else is done, Dave, is Paul Cooper, who our own um, Richard um, caught up with on a golf course oh, in Tenerife. He's a done, retired, um, yeah, yeah, he, um, living he, out so there. Doing, yeah, he's been doing that for a long time. I think he's been out there about 20 years. I think he organises, like, golf tours to Tenerife I think he works for like a golf tour company or something like that so I think he's um he's made a nice sort of little life for himself out there fair fair play to him Tenerife so, yeah, yeah if you fairly... follow um our own Rich I'm sure he'll fill us in on Wednesday when he's when he's back but he ran into Paul Cooper this this past weekend um I, I said go and get a picture and apparently this isn't the done thing in um golf in golf clubs is that a golf club oh, well, Christ almighty no way no, I think Rich was having a um Seems like he's having a good time. Yeah, golf golf courses. I mean, fine, Nick, and meets meets Paul Cooper as well. What well, could be better? The penalty king, Dave. And that king. transitions us very nicely to a game with two penalties in. But no penalty. No penalty. So thanks, Dave. So we are going to Ipswich Town versus Blackpool. This is Simon Grayson's Blackpool, who are fifth in the table. And this is the start of this tricky run in terms of oppositions and in terms of how to how to play this with these two cup games in the middle the first of some difficult games Dave and here is your team um I'll go through it and then I've got a couple of questions for you um so Norris comes back into goal in the league Danassian um is ahead of Kane Vincent Young who is getting back maybe ready Maybe Tuesday, I'll get your opinion. Yeah, Garbutt's still at left back. No sign of, um, well, the shape will dictate that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, Wolfenden, um, who was on the bench at Lincoln, um, comes mm. in to start in 11 with Luke Chambers, 
who hasn't played for a while. Um, Dave, you'll have to fill me in at the end about the shape, whether this is two sitters and one further forward or one sitter and two further forward. But Skews, Downs and Nolan with Edwards down the right, Rowe down the left and Caden Jackson down the middle. Talk to me about the shape. Talk to me about how that midfield three was configured yeah, and just your thoughts on the on the side. Again, you know, I always get the best vantage point, but it seemed to me it was Skew sitting with Downs and um, and Nolan just slightly slightly ahead of them. Um, and yeah, Jackson Jackson pretty much up there on his own with the two wide players. Well, obviously joining in. <laughs> yeah, um, trying to trying to join in as and when. And what what was your just in terms of your taste? How do you feel about that lineup? Oh, again, um, yeah. Oh, you know me. Two up at home. You got to play two up front. Yeah, I know. And I know Norwood was out. Um, was uh, supposedly a, a knock, which hopefully again will uh, will be better by Tuesday. But uh, look, I'd like to go. And I know Keane has come back in, and he hasn't perhaps had the best of starts. You know, in his in his second spell with the club. But from him, you know, at home for me, you've got to go two up front every time. Blackpool, um, a few familiar names in here. Um, Anik in goal, who's been around for ages. Um, Edwards, Hennigan and Husband, who I assume is on loan from Norwich um, in a back three. Feeney, who um, yeah, yeah. we had on loan here, is going to play right wing back. McDonald, left wing back. Spearing, um, who bossed this division before for Bolton. Um, Virtue and Kai Kai, who played in that famous game where we played our youngest ever team at Crystal Palace a couple of oh, yeah, yeah. seasons yeah. ago. Um, Joe Nuttall, who we saw actually in the first team for Blackburn a few times um, mm-hmm. last season. And Nathan Delfonso, who's been been around a long while and played at a higher level than this. Yeah. Has, has, um, has Grayson quite good at picking out a few names who would be good at this level and putting this together. Spearing was excellent. I, I thought Spearing was excellent, you know, right through, just class, just, you know, get oh, every second ball seems to land on the ball. He's got a bit of time and he just keeps things ticking over, ticking over really well. Yeah, they were, yeah, again, like a lot of sides I've seen this season, you know, quite well organised, played some, played some nice, played some nice football and, yeah, it looked like they had a bit of a, you know, a bit of a cutting edge at times. I mean, we didn't, but again, did we really get tested that much? No, I don't know. It was, a, it was a good game, you know, it was, a, it was a good, it was always something in the game, incident and stuff like that. But again, it's one of those where I think, again, at half, and we'll get to it at half time, you'd have come out scratching it, almost scratching your head <laughs> again. You know, it's, 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 I don't know. We're not quite, we're not quite, I don't know. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, Week on week, people are more coming around to that opinion of mine from about two months ago. So, yeah, um, so... first goal on eight minutes, Dave. Um, you, if you want to just jump straight in on the goal, please do. But did um, did any pattern emerge before this this goal in the eight? Yeah, minute? I mean, I, I think Joe. In hindsight, I, I sort of half disagreed with what Joe was saying yesterday, saying we were sort of good before the goal and then pretty average and then perhaps poor towards the end of that. Um, in, in, in hindsight, he was probably right. We I forgot about we had one or two decent decent little chances, decent little things before the goal. Rowe coming in, played left. I always like to see him playing right, but played left, cut inside, put some poor play, I think, at the back from them, gave the ball away. Sort of cut inside and made a really good opportunity for him. And then, but cut inside on his right foot from wide left, opened up, dropped his shoulder, opened the angle up really well. And then his sort of final touch is about to hit it, sort of got the ball a bit away from him. So lunged at it. And so it, Dave, it we've got, that was a decent chance. We've got one orthodox wide guy and one inverted wide guy 
Yeah, seem, yeah that's seem, hard, isn't it? seemingly. Yeah. But the goal itself... Um, yeah, so this is eighth minute and this is... Yeah, yeah, good. Throw, yeah. throw it down our right. Danassian will get to who I thought did really well, actually. Um, short throw to Nolan. Nolan showed well by the byline, controlled it, just one touch back. You think it's the greatest across, but it's a good cross with good depth. The real, you know, hung it up there. Saw an outswinging cross. Poor, really poor from them. Um, I think they're, they're, they're one of their centre-backs or covering midfield players just basically watched it. Instead of attacking it, drop out of the sky, watched it. Good challenge from good challenge from Garber. Headed it down to Jackson, Jackson. I think, with his back to goal about six yards out. He showed good strength, sort of held off his defender, ball bounced. And again, you've got to say, good awareness from Edwards, followed the ball and... Um, yeah, just simple finish, you know, left foot first time, six yards. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, he, he, you know, good for Edwards. Uh, you know, he got ahead of the ball there and was there on the spot to finish. And this is always going to be my point about the three up top or the two wide players is that when you do get the whip from your fullback, yeah. three three is more than two in the box, isn't it? But oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah, sure, I'm sure we'll get to that when the question's come in there, Dave. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so, so, so decent start. Yeah, we're, you know, we were... At that stage, yeah, we're pretty much on top. So, yeah, decent decent enough start. Well, you've only got another 10 minutes before the next goal. Nuttall's going to equalise on um, 22. Um, take me up to that goal. And this looked like a lightning counter-attack with a bit of kamikaze yeah, rubbish in the middle. Yeah, it came from our corner, then it? It's always disappointing. For once, it wasn't great. I, I, look, I like yeah, Garbutt's got a great left foot and, you know, he's got a great delivery, but... For me, I, I you know, I, I, every corner I would take would always be swinging in. It'd be, you know, if it's right, le- wide left. Yeah, um, um, sorry, wide left. You take it, a right-footed player takes it and then garbage. But now he's sort of like, he, so he, he chips it in, but, as, in, sorry, golfing parlance, instead of sort of chipping it in like a seven or six or seven or any, it's like a wedge and it sort of floats in. It actually turns out to be not a bad ball because then Chambers sort of towards the back of the box, heads it back in a good area. They get the first header on it. Sort of gets a bit half clear. Then they get a bit lucky. The ball sort of played out to Kakai. He showed pretty good strength to hold off St. Skew's and down. He's not a big bloke, is he, either? No, no. And then they all sort of fall on a heap. But as they fall so, in a heap... Dave, at that point, that's our entire centre midfield goes down, doesn't it? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Downs is down with a head... Well, Towns, sorry. Skews is down with what, OK, perceives to be a head injury. Right, be honest, plate... Dave. Take your Ipswich hat off. Was it... Uh... No, Cole, no, hold, your hold your no, head. Hold your head. They're attacking. Hold your head. Was one it of one of those? Well, they, 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 they fall on him and probably there yeah, they do. I don't think he, he doesn't get a boot to the head or anything. They sort of fall on him okay. and he's, yeah, exactly. Um, the ball then breaks at pace. I think husband, I think I think it's husband carries it forward wide, wide left. And they, they, they do really well. I think um, McDonald. Um, That's a good cross on the run, Dave. O- overlaps. Um, yeah, they get an overload on the left side, and it's quite clever because when he when he I don't even see it when he when he slipped in, my husband advances towards sort of towards Chambers or towards a byline, and like almost drop, half drops his shoulder, and Chambers can't commit through. He's done Chambers then, as you say, gets to the byline, clips in a good cross. Um, Nuttall gets a pretty decent header on it. Again, I guess we get a bit unlucky there because it hits Gar, but could go anywhere. Just falls straight to him, empty net, and he just slams it in. Yeah, disappointing again, but. Even at one nil, had we dominated the game? No, not really. I've seen it a lot this season. We're sort of one nil up, and then we sort of like, you know, instead of instead of pushing on and getting going for that second goal, we sort of let teams, I don't let teams dominate, but we seem to really, you know, uh, they had a, I think a lot more possession than us, and yeah, we're starting to get more and more in the game. So yeah, when they scored, you couldn't, you certainly couldn't say it was against a run of play. Take me up to the um, take me up to the end of the first half, then Dave. How does it pan out at one one? 
not much in it, really. Not much in it. I can't really remember. Um, I think um, it's Norris. I think it's first up. Yeah, Norris makes quite a good save from Kakai, I think. Um, but no, other than that, it's not. I don't think we, we really threatened. I can't really remember their, their keeper making any sort of save. So, yeah, it was just all a bit, not a bit flat. I think it was always, like I said, it's always something in the game. But, yeah, nothing nothing much in it. Any, much in it. any tweaks at halftime, Dave? Not that I noticed. I think did Rowe, yeah, I think Rowe, um, same, same, same personnel, but I think Rowe did actually switch wings. So you've um, still got one inverted winger and one yeah, orthodox switch, winger now they've just gone switch, the other side. Yeah. Wings with Edwards, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, and I hope for a change. Uh, it was almost crying out for a bit of a change at half time, but no. Um, we go into the second half, Dave, and we're going to get two penalties in very, very quick succession, and you would have had a very good view of the first one. Yeah, um, they sort of work it. I think they work it down our right. The balls, the balls crossed. I think the balls. No, no, and what it is, yeah, they work it down our right, and it's quite a clever ball. They try to get behind us. Quite a clever ball in towards, I think it is Nuttall. Um, quite good cover from Chambers, but he's stretching, so he only sort of gets a half clearance on it, which, again, falls, falls to one of their wide players. Clips in half-decent cross to Nuttall. Um, he sort of like nods it, quite intelligently nods it down. Kakai's sort of standing about 10, 12 yards out, probably near the penalty spot. Nuttall nods it down to Kakai. Good first touch, sort of takes it beyond Wolfenden. And then sort of goes across. So he's not going towards goal, but he's close in. He's like six yards, sort of ended, just in the six-yard box, but going towards the byline. Away from goal, yeah? Oh, he's sort of, yeah, away from goal. Chambers slides in. And, and again, I, I think I do agree with Joe. I think Joe pretty much nailed it yesterday. I think he sort of goes down in installments, really. I think this contact, but I think the forward cleverly initiates a contact. Can I ask a very provocative question, Dave? If that had been Toto Enciala diving in like that, what would be being said right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is, yeah. Why, Dave, was, why, is he, why is he diving in in the six-yard box? Yeah, yeah, was it a reckless... Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it, yeah, it was, it, it was an odd one. But he, he, look, I think, I think yes, yes, there's, there's contact there. Um, he, he seems to... He seems to yeah, go, goes over Chambers. Seems to almost take... It seems, it seems to almost take a stride, then go... The ref's pretty adamant, but the linesman had an absolutely unbelievable view of it. But obviously agreed, I assume, agreed with them. Well, whether the ref, I mean, thinking about it yesterday, whether the ref even consulted him, for Christ's sake. The ref but was Dave, pretty often adamant, when the whistle goes, they just flag anyway to back yeah, up their mate, don't they? Yeah. yeah so. I mean, Norris made a beeline for the linesman straight away. And clearly, yeah, it was a it was a, a soft one, let's say. Yeah, disappointing soft one. And upstep spearing. Yeah, he's going to miss. Yeah, good good attempt by Norris, but just hits it with power. Good good height as well, isn't it? Very cool. low. Um, low to the right. Is this next one a makeup call then? No, because they're you know definitely. And again, they always always judge it by the opposition and how they react to it. And yeah, I mean it's a deep cross, sort of fairly deep cross from the left. Um, or a garbage, garbage corner, I think. Could it even be a corner, corner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, garbage corner. Yeah. Um, and again, the ball drops, and I suppose a bit like. Our first goal, perhaps the defender gets a bit ball watching. Yeah, the ball jumps up as he moved his hands. And yeah, again, I think he made a fairly swift decision there. Very good penalty from Garbutt, I've got to say. Yeah, quality yeah. penalty. And that's four yeah. goals for the season for someone who's essentially yeah. playing left back. Great, now, great it? return. So I think looking at the confidence he took that pen, I should think that having said Norwood missed one, I think. And obviously um, Jackson missed one at Fleetwood, Fleetwood. I think. Norwood so you'd think he would be on duties for that now, although obviously Norwood potentially when he's back might have something to say about that. But yeah, very. I think you, Dave. I think you're right. 
I don't think Norwood will have anything to say about that. I think Garbage no, 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 I think you're yeah, right. He's got, yeah. he's got great left foot. Yeah, you, just, you just like left footers, Dave. You, you just need I, to admit you. I like about left footers, you know, especially <laughs> left footers that take that penalty that perhaps give the keeper the eye and just. Neil place Thompson. It. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, lovely. lovely job. Um, Turton on for McDonald. Uh, Guy on for Virtue. Georgiou on for Rowe. Um, how did that look? Georgiou down the left and Edwards down the right? Yeah, pretty much. Better yeah. balance? Yeah, I just say I don't think Georgie really got in the game. I don't think our wide player, okay, Edward scored, had an impact on the game, but I don't think our wide players had that much impact. And I like Rowe, but he will, he seems to, he's got the, he seems to be wanting to, wanting to sort of not beat that last man, but he'll get the ball and instead of just getting out of his feet and getting the ball in. And maybe because we only had Jack perhaps one up yesterday, but he will try, you know, step over and try and drop his shoulder and it doesn't work and it's, you know, perhaps loses a bit of momentum. He did that more than once yesterday, it was a bit annoying, but. Um, yeah, Giorgio, okay at times, but yeah, well, I'd say wasn't really in the game that much. Goal line clearance here, Dave, on mm-hmm. 67. Have you seen the replays of this? We don't have the um, Hawkeye in League One, do we? Absolutely Even though not. some of the stadiums... No, it looked... It. I mean, there was a still of it, and it, yeah, I mean, Mikey had optical one, illusion. It? it looked in, didn't it? It did look in, but... You can't tell from a still, can you? No. It, well, uh, unless it's like Frank Lampard against Germany in 2010, <laughs> where it's like a but mile actually, over... But. Actually touches net. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was. Um, it looked a bit, yeah, a little bit, a little bit unlucky, but yeah, didn't get the decision there. Um, Thompson comes in for Kai Kai. Uh, Keen for Downs and Judge for Edwards. Take me through to the end. Who was the more, who was the more likely winner, and how did the oh, end we play were definitely. Out? Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they. I can't remember them creating that much towards the end. No, we were. Judge had a keeper made quite a good save from Judge, quite low down. I think free kick came in and Judge. Got a touch on it. Keeper got really well down to his left and kept that out. Probably the only clear-cut chance. Well, I say clear-cut chance. Only really half chance. There weren't any sort of glaring misses or anything like that. Um, um, David, just had a quick look through the numbers. A um, lot of possession, 62% possession. Yeah. Um, yep. 11 shots to eight in Town's favour, but six to four in Blackpool's favour on target, although Ipswich had five shots blocked to Blackpool's one. Um Efficient, good game management from Blackpool, or a game yeah, say, that we I'd should have good game management that helped. You know, they, they, you know, they obviously got back in the game fairly quickly, and um, you know, got ahead. So, yeah, I think Grayson had it. Grayson had it for pretty much right. Sort of quite a big, quite a reasonable, physical, big, big, big team. Quite a big, strong team. Um, and like I said, spearing in the middle there just dictated the game. I thought he really yeah. did. Yeah, some, yeah. Some summary of summary of the game then, Dave. Yeah, good. Um, as, a, as a you know, say neutral. Good. Yeah, good. Good game. Two-two draw. Yeah. Um, I, we didn't play. I would say we played badly, but like you said, it's just something not quite. There was no one yesterday. I'd say that you know, you say you like this saying, you know, to really drive forward and break the lines. And I still think Ben, you got got to get Hughes in that team. Got to get him in the team somehow. Somehow. Should we get um, some questions, Dave? Or yes. Or. And I know you mentioned it earlier and perhaps, you know, whatever's happened going on in outside fo- football is a bit, you know, unsettling for him. Well, give Dezell a chance. Give him a run of three or four games and say, right, you're going to sit there. Because I think against against um, Plymouth, he took that, uh, Plymouth, Plymouth, Lincoln, he took that deeper role. Um, and, you know, by and large, I didn't see any, I was away last week, but by and large, I think he fairly, you know, dictate, was dictating some of the game, you know, second half. So, look, I think you've almost got to say to him, look, 
is, is a run of four games. You're going to play. You're going to play whatever. This is actually going to transition quite well into the first question I can see All on right, my phone. Sorry. So we'll go. No, no, no. You, you, you can't see what I can see. So. All right. Yeah. Um, so this is Chris Hodges, Dave. Um, Chris asks, are we crying out for a playmaker to start the game rather than come on from a bench? Downs and skews lack all sorts of movement when going forward. Can I add on to that? Um, is that's supposed to be what John Nolan is is doing. Um, and secondly, do you need a playmaker? I saw Bristol City a couple of times last season play just play without a playmaker. They play four four two, loads of energy. It was Brownhill and Pack and two Pack forwards. Pack. Yeah, yeah. But Pack's not playmaker. He's like skews, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you, yeah. do you, do you need one? Could we benefit one? And could John Nolan do it? Or Andre Dazelle, or Emmy Hughes, or Ted Bishop. Uh, yes, I think they could. I, I honestly think they could. I mean, I, I think I think the days is, is sort of coming where I, I don't think Downs and Downs and Skews are particularly good fit. Um, yeah, Skews, Skews, I thought. And mate, look, <laughs> joking apart, we spoke about earlier. Maybe maybe he did get a bang on the head. He was suffering a little bit, but I think he had one of his least effective games that I've seen this season. Skews, because I, I thought at times Skews has bossed the game but has been you know really comfortable but yeah maybe some of that might have been down to you know spearing I think but yeah I mean I'd like to see I'd like to see downs I'd like to see downs in the middle with either yeah with a with yeah with a playmaker or someone to drive forward and break the line like like Hughes Nolan doesn't do that no Nolan's frustrating Nolan is very neat and tidy he's a very very neat and tidy footballer but maybe not in that not in the air not in not in such an advanced area where he's going to hurt people. That's what that's my take on it yesterday. Do you not think, Dave, if you get particularly not a number ten, if you're going for a deep line playmaker, you have to play a midfield three, surely. You yeah, need, yeah. You need two looking after things. Um, I know we're talking about people like Calvin Phillips or Tom Kearney or someone like that. They always have two looking after them to give yeah, them course. space and time on the ball. Yeah, and I think look. I, I think perhaps time has come now at some point to say to Zazel, right, he's, he's going to he's around the three or four games you're going to play. I'm going to start you every time and let's see what happens. Um, I don't know. But Adam, for me, if that, if not that, Hughes, surely Hughes has got Hughes has got to get got to get a run as well, I think. Um, Adam Flat, uh, case moving forward, Garbert and Kane Vincent Young. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Case for moving Garbert and Kane Vincent Young further forward, both. Uh, good going forward, but also no defensive side there. I assume he's talking as wing backs rather than actual. Yes, I should mid- think as a right actual and, yeah. midfielders. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. He, we had the back three at Accrington, didn't we? But uh, Vincent Young wasn't about that day. Um, no. Any chance of that coming back, or is Joe right that we're going to be onto this four-three-three now and trying to develop it? Yeah, I think so. I think we've got to stick with that. I, I agree with Joe. I think you've got to stick with that. Oh, well, what I must say, yesterday I thought Donassian had his best game by far on a town shirt. He was he was really quite good actually, and yeah, and and at times got forward. Well, obviously had a I say some sort of assist almost for the for the first goal. But yeah, he, he had a really good game actually nice. for him. You know, yeah, I thought um, he did well. Darren Maundrell asks, um, or oh, doesn't ask. He says, I'm not interested in winning the league. We just need to keep growing the gap over the team in third. Well, Darren, we're going to come to that because we'll, we'll yeah. talk about the top six and them all winning in the last minute. Um, Quite looking as rosy yeah. as it was, isn't it? Um, James Houston asks, at home, where teams sit behind the ball, do we need to be braver in terms of Hughes, Nolan, or Dazelle, plus skews or downs? I think you've yeah, already answered that. that Absolutely right. Yeah. Yes, um, You're on the same page as Dave, though, James. Yeah. Um, 
ITFC Mark asks, what would be your formation and tactics to beat Wickham on Tuesday night? Score more goals than the Mark. Um, surely Akin Fatwa, <laughs> I assume that's not a spelling error, um, is tired after Saturday and won't play the game. Uh, for the whole fan base to realise one up front doesn't work with the players we have, why doesn't PL? Keane should have started. Well, well, I actually disagree with that. I don't think the whole fan base doesn't think one up front... Um, I, know, I mean, I'm, you and I have argued about this. That's um, my personal opinion, you know, at home. So you agree with Mark? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But we should go with two up. But look, yeah. Yeah. And would have done. Let's face it, if Norwood had been fit, we would have done. I just don't get the idea that it doesn't work. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Which just doesn't appear to work for us, does it? It doesn't. It didn't. Yes, and we did revert to type at, at some, you know, at some moments in time. There was that, you know, still the tendency when the ball's in a tight spot to hit it, you know, to hit it for Jackson, and they just absolutely, you know, absolutely dominated him. You know, he didn't have his greatest game yesterday. Perhaps first touch was off a bit, but yeah, they would have gone two up if Norwood had been fit, wouldn't they? That's how he's been playing. Difficult, just really difficult with this big squad because there'll always yeah. be a solution by bringing a different player in. Won't yeah. there? Whereas yeah. I think if you focus on our best players, mm-hmm. i.e. the fullbacks are good attacking fullbacks, and yeah. in the modern game, um, width from fullbacks means you don't need to play wingers in front of them, i.e. in a four foot. So, so I think four three three thing suits the fullbacks. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the midfield three, like you've already said, would suit Skews because then he has a runner, and then you could get a playmaker in. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, maybe Joe's right about when Sears comes back. But well, there's another. Yeah, there's another fact. What I would say uh, the is the team. I mean, I don't know why we keep. Well, I keep heart. Why anyone almost mentions him now, and I don't know anyone mentioned him for weeks. Lancaster. What's happened to him? But 
Well, no, Bishop. Oh, Bishop, yeah. But we're never going to see But it. it's really we... hard, Dave, with this squad like this, where... You, so then you go Bishop, and then you go, okay, fine, four two three one Bishop at 10, yeah? yeah then you go brilliant. Lancaster, and then you go, right, fine, four three three. No, we're sorted. No, then you know. go, Then you go Keen, and you, you have a different... I mean, I mean, Sears will Sears when fit, and it seems to me, it seems from what you see, you know, from what you see and read from the training ground, that he's making pretty great, you know, good strides now. So Sears when when fit will give us another option. Hmm. I just feel, oh, well, you know how I feel about it. I d- had a little look down, and the games we haven't won, we played um, two up top in most of them. Sunderland mm. a draw, Peterborough a draw, Doncaster. They're all four four twos. Accrington was of three at the back, but there was still a front two, and we. We lost, although that was Jackson and Judge, and that really didn't work, did it? Uh, the Rotherham home defeat was a 4-4-2 diamond. So maybe Mark's got a point. When it's an actual 4-4-2 with Norwood and Jackson, we've been we've been pretty successful. And then strangely, though, to, to Mark's point, the we played the 4-3-3 yesterday and drew. The other one was against Wimbledon, where we weren't very good with the three, and we changed to... <laughs> The two, and then we won when we changed to the two, didn't we? So it's hard one to figure out with Most the evidence, isn't it? Answered your question. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Um, Difficult. Jason says, "Great show as always. We hope so." Um, are we overplaying with multiple oversteps and quote disguised passing? Are we, well, are we overplaying? I think it, I touched. I, I think I touched on that, and I think yeah, multiple oversteps. I'm definitely talking about row yesterday. Definitely talking about row. And the disguised park um, passing is, um, yeah, John Nolan loves a little ball around the corner, a little disguised, <laughs> no eyes. He loves that no eyes ball. And they're very nice. But like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's always a sort of simple lot. It's always like 40, 50 yards from goal. So, yeah, he, lo- he and he's very good at that. And, um, yeah, he, he, I mean, it, I'm sure Lambert would have said he had a very good game yesterday. He tracked back really well, especially second half. But, um, yeah, I'd just like to see him a little, be a little bit more... Um, positive going uh, going in a much more um, advanced role really i think um brad makes a similar point to who was it i think it was adam who asked about garbert and vince young do you feel a tricky winger should be at the top of our january list or our fullbacks are currently more dangerous than our wingers i still maintain that you can get enough width out of that team without even playing any wingers if you've got garbert and and, I think you're probably, and, and Vincent Young Vincent bombing up. Young. Yeah, I think so. I oh, think you don't like probably. inverted wingers, but the whole idea, though, is if you if you do it that way and you have the wingers actually coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we, I'm talking about Bowen and Grzitski or Ben Rama and, um, and Bowen's, goal, Bowen's goal today. Oh, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke, isn't it? Um, but that, the idea of... So fullbacks forward, wingers tuck in, and then you have yeah, three. Yeah. One supporting midfield, and you've got six attacking players. And if, yeah, if yeah. Vincent Young is as good as we... We think he is. He can do well, what? Well, you know, we just don't know what. What again? It's just us, and yeah, you know, what this injury has taken has taken out of him. But you know, hopefully, um, I'm not sure how close he was to being fit yesterday. I don't think it was ever really an option for yesterday. But let's hope. Um, if we, well, I say let's hope. The Nassian did well, but you know, you'd like to see a fit Vincent Young there on Tuesday. Dave, if we do sign somebody though, um, in January, they need to be a bloody first team player. <laughs> do you know what I mean? A, a guy who money. comes in. Yeah. And it's right. It says a centre midfielder. Right, in you yeah. go. You are yeah. now our central midfielder. And yeah, no, not anyone be... similar to We're anybody. Gonna, if, yeah. if there is a if there is that type of player in, available in January, that's going to cost dollar. Oh, I can't see it. Can't but see it. the idea with Norwood was he was the starting striker, and Vincent Young the yeah. starting yeah, fullback. So. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike asks, will the strength and depth of our central midfield players cover up the distinct lack of ability? 
out wide or will it cost us long term? Do you think our central midfield disguises a lack of, um, or is that pattern of play rather than individual I think, players? I think it's pattern of play. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, our central mid, yeah, and he's right, our central midfield on the face of it is very strong. I mean, Downs has come on absolute leaps and bounds, and I thought he was very good again, very good again yesterday. Maybe tired a bit. I know he's away with England during the week and stuff, perhaps tired a bit towards the end. Um, interestingly enough, I think it's the first game I've seen him play without. I don't think he picked up a booking yesterday. Um, no. So that's all That's all good. Um, but no, I, I yeah, I think our central midfield, central midfield certainly strong enough in there. But then weirdly, when we did the Rotherham thing, the four four two diamond with all central midfielders, it didn't work, did it? Every time there's a logical answer, there's evidence of us losing a game whilst doing it, isn't it? So it's conund- I mean, you know, the good thing about yesterday, we showed good character. You know, that penalty could have really knocked the stuffing out of us, but showed good character, got the penalty back, and. Yeah, we did. We did press on, press on, um, press on afterwards. So didn't let our heads drop uh, when going to two-one. Um, Tony asks, do you think Lambert was saving Norwood and Vincent Young for the Wickham game? I would sincerely hope he was. Interesting. Ben. Yeah. Uh, ben Erier asks, in the long run, um, will Wickham's games in hand prove to be a problem for us? As in, we're two games behind. All right. Um, tell you what. If we get turned over Tuesday night, I'd say very much yes. It all depends on them and a couple of injuries. If that Joe Jacobson gets injured, he seems to They're supply standard, half the I mean, they've had it. I mean, goals, incredible. I mean, that Ainsworth is absolutely... He's killing unbel- it, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> brilliant. And, and but I think, did I hear some potential American invest, new, new potential investors going there? I mean, absolutely brilliant. You got hats off to them. Looking mm. forward to seeing them Tuesday, actually. And a good, I mean, should be, you know, one of these. Yeah, but but again, you know, I've said this before. How many games have we had set the big up game. like this? Oh, in the last, I don't know, my God, ten, ten seasons probably <laughs> easily, and it's oh, yeah, it um, just hasn't happened. I mean, the place should be, say, place should be rocking. I don't imagine Wickham will be thousands down, but yeah, hopefully a good gate, floodlights on, give it to him. Um, MJ says Joe's thoughts on Mick were spot on the other night. Talking about Mick again, weren't we, Dave? Um, now in a total tangent. Fo- Let it go, guys. <laughs> Dave, it, it's clicks, it's downloads. No, 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 it? no, I'm joking. I'm joking apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, following on from your Red Dwarf reference on last week's pod, who in the Blue Monday team would you cast as Dwayne Dibley? So Dwayne Dibley was the cat's um, kind of alter ego. You know, the cat was really super cool, wasn't he? Yeah, it, I never. I, Dwayne no, Dibley never. was um, like the insecure side of of the cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know who would that be. I suspect yeah. my haircut was quite similar to Dwayne Dibley's when I was about twelve. Oh, yeah. So, um, so perhaps yourself. You nominate yourself. Yeah. I take one now I was never. Team. I must admit, never a never a fan. No, there was Joe, and neither of you drink hot drinks. No, I know that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, glad, very similar. Glad you too, stepped you? into through his cap into that that potential ring of not drinking hot drinks. Yeah, that's with a non with a non Free, hot drinkers. Freedom mate. of choice. You pour what yeah. the hell you like in your mouth, eh? Thanks. Look, <laughs> put what you like in your mouth. Who <laughs> were innuendo bingo? Steve says hello, BB. Although I'll let you answer one of these. Um, Cheers, mate. Why do you think our away form is so much better than our home form, Dave? Um. I think teams come to Portman Road and set up perhaps a little bit like Blackpool did and others before them, maybe Doncaster and teams like that. Maybe not quite so much. So certainly Blackpool yesterday. And first and foremost, they come to Portman Road. We're sort of riding high and they want to stop us playing where I think perhaps away, we've said this before, away, you know, the um, the onus is much more on the home team. Quality, 
if our the squad comes through, doesn't it? Front foot, yeah. And let's be honest, our home form could be really good and still not as good as our away form because it's incredibly good, away isn't it? Away form is nuts. Absolutely. Yeah, it is nuts. And Steve adds, uh, with a much improved positive atmosphere, why are we bottling it at home so often? Have we bottled it at home this season? I think we did, did a bit against Sunderland, didn't we? Should have beaten them. Uh, yeah, but that I think that was just such a glaring mistake that just knocked the stuffing out of us. And Rotherham, we just did we turn up? They did a job on us, really. They were good, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say we bottled. I mean, Blackpool were, were very, you know, like a great typical Grayson team, very well organised. And um, I wouldn't say we certainly bottled it yesterday. You know, showed like I said before, showed character. Were you know one up, two one down, got a point. And it, yeah, I think it really was only going to be one winner. But yeah, don't we bottled anything yet? Um, Arthur says, is there a case for Skews to be replaced? Not because he's been playing badly, but do we have other central midfielders that offer more going forward, well, e.g. Yes, Hughes, Dazelle, Nolan? And can that. I just add to that, Skews, Go going back to the Scuggles jokes, um, Skews has always needed, even if it was bloody Luke Hyam, a runner next to him, hasn't he? The the combination of Skews and someone else has to, yep. have, a, has to have a runner, and that's yep. not... And it's downs at the moment, isn't it? So, um, in terms of mobility as well, I know tactically he's probably our best player. Of course he is. Yeah, you know, and most along with Chambers, the most experienced. But yeah, maybe the time because of a, you know, our uh, yeah amount of central midfielders, maybe the time the time has come where, you know, he um, he will perhaps step down for the odd game, and Downs will perhaps just step right into his his role, and you know we'll see a Hughes or a Dizel. I'd like to see it. Mm. Um, Mullet asks on Friday crap written about the rotation was the thrust of Lambert's media on Saturday it was Blackpool defending deep that was the problem is he heaping pressure on us to beat Wickham or is it already there I think Wickham have heaped pressure on, on hey, us to Wickham beat Wickham has, Mullet, I think the pressure's already already there absolutely a real flipping um, yeah, line drawn in the sand yesterday for sure yeah I, didn't, I mean I didn't believe it I mean like I, I, I seem to think I don't know I missed that I thought oh you know Wickham are one perhaps they're three points ahead now but sort of look wow well, five points Christ yeah mm. big game big I mean that eight point gap even with two games in there and seeing the games we've got coming up yeah well, Let's round these up, Dave, because yesterday, yeah, I'll just do the top six. Yesterday did not go well for us um, in terms of, well, I mean, look, we drew a game and our, our record is outstanding and our points yes. per game is outstanding. Yeah. But um, as I keep now saying, it's a race now, isn't it? It's not yeah. points per game will not get you up now. Getting getting the second most amount of points in the division will get you yep. up. So we as, can... as the guy said earlier, yes, it's a different diff, distance between us and us in third. Yeah, so Wickham won Doncaster nil with a 92nd minute penalty, Dave. Did you see Last... that? So it was a strapping great centre-half challenge Bayo, Akin Fenwa, and he came, <laughs> he came, he actually knocked him over, but sort of went back, as he, as he knocked, as he knocked Akin Fenwa over, he obviously went backwards. It was, it was yeah, quite a, uh, quite a comedy moment. Um, so, uh, Wickham's last 10, Dave, seven wins and three draws. That's 24 points in 10. Yeah, 2.4 per game is yeah, outstanding. I've only lost one game. Uh, yeah. Uh, to yeah. Chillingham. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> yeah, go figure. Go figure. Um, Peterborough won, Burton nil. Obviously, in the 91st minute. Can I just say, whackity whack. Did you I haven't see seen the goal? it. No, I haven't seen Absolute it. Absolute no. thunder bastard. So, hard, sort of half volley off the laces from about 30 yards. Yeah, you, that, would, that would be in the Oxford English definition of thunder bastard but um i think it was darren who emailed in um talking about the gap between third we're three points above peterborough with a game in hand so 
if you yeah. if you do put even if you draw both your games in hand, that's five. But we need to talk about Rotherham, who we said at the start of the season, well, they're going to be good. Paul Warren knows what he's doing. Um, yeah. They were two down at MK yeah. and one three two. Yeah. Bit annoying that one, wasn't it? Bit annoying. Six that. wins in their last eight. So yeah. we mentioned yeah. two point four for uh, Wickham. So six wins in eight is 18 and again, points. And again, only don't really concede. Only conceded 15 goals. Solid. Yeah, they, they look quite good. At, oh, and we've got to go away yeah. there still as well. Yeah, they did look quite good. Yeah, um, I know they beat, but they were good. Sunderland won, Coventry won. And then Southend nil, Oxford four. Again, lying. exactly the same as Wickham. 24 points in the last 10 games. So yeah. this now, and even if you just look at the table and just look at the the colours the top the top half are winning and the bottom half are losing and it looks like four or five teams are going to get over 80 points so this is just a dog fight mate it really is but Dave if all the top half are beating the bottom half then the games against each other are so so vital I mean look we haven't lost to Sunderland we haven't I suppose we've only lost two games we've only lost to Rotherham in that top half but I mean at that point we said all along that point at Peterborough Peterborough, might be a very very good point but um, yeah a very very big game Uh, well yeah certainly I'd say Tuesday biggest game since Lambert's been in charge without question Let's go on to it. So Wickham under Gareth Ainsworth on Tuesday, they are, as you say, one defeat in 18, 39 points in 18 games. All of what I just said, seven wins, three draws in the last 10. They're five points ahead of us. This is where the um, cancelled games that seems to trigger people so badly um, comes in. However, Dave, um, we talked about the size of Wickham's squad and whatnot. Wickham are out of the FA Cup and out of the leasing trophy and the next game would be Bury. So if I'm Wickham, I'm like, right, one game to get through now and oh, then yeah, we don't throw, play till December abs- the 14th. Yeah, absolute everything at it. Absolutely Give everything right. in, in that game. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. like you said, Dave, that is a massive advantage if they beat us, isn't it? Uh, eight points, mate. Honestly, those two games in hand, yeah, they're just absolutely swallowed up then. So... It's a biggie. It is a big one, that Ben. Yeah. yeah. What crucial? What do you see? What do you see Lambert doing? <sighs> um, I'd like to think, despite what you know, despite the game, Danassi and is very good. I, you know, I'd like to see, obviously, if he's fit, uh, Vincent Young. Um, I heard him speaking last night when he was sort of challenged about Norwood and you know what was the issue there, and he said, oh, he's picked up a knock. And he sort of hasn't had missed training or something, but was hoping to train today and tomorrow. So yeah, you'd like miss Norwood. Don't Norwood just gives you that. Dave, is there char- character that that little? No, edge. I know exactly what you mean. Do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? He's just oh, gives you charisma, something. personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does, yeah. and then, you know, sadly, really lagging that. You know, you notice it. You notice it this season when he's not there. So yeah, and and and, and you know, and, and he would relish. I mean, look at the game. Look at you know, top two game against top top versus second under the lights on Tuesday. That's the sort of game he's going to be so up for. So let, let's hope he's back as uh, let's hope he's back as well. Um, Will he start? Will he start as he did? Will he go four three three? I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, is there not a thought that four three three is this long term thing that but, is us developing as a team, whereas four four two in this division has been working. It may not be, you know, 
It may not be what we end the season. I'd, I'd, do you, do you like not see him just go, right, well, Jack, if, Jackson and Norwood up front? Yeah, if, if Norwood's fit, if Norwood's fit, it'll be Jackson and Norwood. If Norwood's not fit, I'd still like to see Jackson and a another. Maybe it will be, you know, maybe this is the, this is a game for Keane to come in and uh, well, show and what us about what can, Alan what Judge? Is this is this not a game for... Yeah, yeah, um, again, I'd like you'd like to see... Judge, come on, you know, I'm a bit surprised he didn't play yesterday, to be honest. You know, he must be on a bit of confidence. He got his first goal for the club, last minute, you know, last kick of the game, winner at Lincoln. Dave, I think that um, was probably planned before the Lincoln game, though, wasn't it? Yeah, probably, probably. You're but, playing you know, on Wednesday, but you're not playing yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, good point, good point. I'd like to see him... Um, I would, well, I would have liked to have seen, seen the substitutions made a bit earlier, a bit certainly a bit earlier yesterday. But yeah, there's 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 a sort of good call for Judge to start on uh, start on Tuesday as well. I'm sure there'll be changes. Yeah, definitely. Well, Dave, I think we've wrapped up in near record time there. Um, good, quite good, Ben. It's always, uh, yeah, cracky. Different from those um, early pod days where we could just ramble on for hours. I'd be going on to my um, top 10 monologues top 10 or good games. Launching into double-barreled <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> Wouldn't you? All oh. good stuff back in the day. Was it the most unusual place you've ever seen a, a town player or something in like that? In a kit. Do you remember that? In a yeah. kit, I think. Do you this is I... one good thing about League One. You just bang them out week after week after week. Game every three days or what have you. So. Bang them out, you do. What's going on, Ben? I'm going gonna to get back to you. How is um, How are you enjoying your championship season to date? Um. Yeah. It, it, it's... Yeah. It, the, the thing with championship is it's about now where everything kicks off. They've got nine games um, between now, now and now FA years. Cup yeah. third round. So <laughs> all goes a bit crazy now. And um, uh, so Le- at the moment, Leeds and West Brom just West Brom and Leeds. just opened up a little gap. Um, so see that, yeah. see it stand like that. Oh, no, I, no. I don't want it to because it will it will make it boring. But there's a chance there's a chance Good. that it that it could given that um, people like Preston might might sort of drop Away. off but yeah i'm yeah. i'm there i'm ready and waiting for us to us to get back and um yeah do... dream dream scenario dream scenario and i've got to be yeah, we, we, we will mention it. i see those up the road had a bit of an away win oh. uh, away win yesterday which is grossly disappointing to us all it's like last season all over again I mean, they, <laughs> they scored and blackpool scored in the same minute which was just our entire existence last oh that, that season, was exactly it? how we existed last season wasn't it yeah Brilliant. absolutely where can we find but you on Twitter, Dave? At Dave Diamond Three, um, and I believe. <laughs> Look at this. Um, I believe you're. Are you on with Rich and Joe on Wednesday, or are you not? I'm not. No, you're not. No, you're. No, yeah, so not. I, think it's, I can't do. So I think it's going to be Rich no. and Joe post Wickham on yeah, Wednesday Rich, night. Big game, Dave. Big. Massive game, Ben. Massive, Massive game, Ben. So you'll be sorry at Wednesday. You're at. I've forgotten already. Um, where are you? Wednesday. I'm at. I'm at Luton and QPR this week. Luton Tuesday, QPR Wednesday. All right. Yeah, Luton's quite. It's quite decent atmosphere there when it gets rocking, isn't it? It's quite I tight. Mean, they've they've lost stuff. five on the trot. So yeah, they um, have. Haven't they? Not not so yeah. much. Not so much there. So, um, yes, we will be back on Wednesday night. Hopefully. Talking cool. about Ipswich winning a big game for win. the first time. We need time. to win one of these games. We need to win one of these big. We, you know, we've said that these games have been so set up over the, as we said over the last ten seasons. We always Dave, seem to. We ain't sure. gonna get out of League One without winning one of them. So no, um, absolutely, it has right. to happen. It has to happen sooner or later. Especially the way this top six is now panning out. Yeah, true, true. Cool. Okay. I will say thank you to everybody for listening. Obviously, follow us on Twitter at Blue Monday. ITFC, wherever you get your 
podcast you can find us if you would like to see our lovely faces watch on youtube just type blue monday podcast and this is episode number 334 can you <laughs> imagine that um Mental. if you Mad. Yeah, if you got sentenced to some awful crime and you had to listen from the start to the finish <laughs> it would take you most of a probably a year or something now wouldn't it so there you probably. go right say goodbye dave Cheers, Ben. Great to see you and uh, have a good week. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you, everybody. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.